coming up next as an encore presentation of the Marie Manucherry Show. For more information about her show, visit energyintuitive.com. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in very rainy, uh, wintry, Christmassy Seattle. And I get the pleasure and the honor of doing something that I love to do during the holidays, which is interview my three daughters. So they're all in studio with me today. And this is your third uh, time on the air, your yep. annual event, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, many of you who listen to the show, you've heard me talk about my kids because I adore them, as most people do. You know, I cherish my daughters a lot. And so instead of me talking about them again, <laughs> I thought it might be kind of fun if everybody just says something about the other people in the room. You know, if, if you could describe or give some interesting characteristics about your sibling or, oh, my gosh, me. This is great. I feel like I'm part of it, like the breakfast table like, yeah. for you guys. Like, this is fantastic. I get to sit here like, literally, I'm in your house Aww. enjoying family time. So. Well, you know, Benny, you fit right Thanks. in. Well, thank you. And you're welcome anytime. I appreciate that. And you're a coog, so yeah. we oh, really <laughs> love you. I think that's my only foot in the door. No, no, no I'm just joking. No, 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 no. you got a great sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, we, we do have one husky in the house. That's fine. Yeah, we yeah. do. We're very lucky that Mina, who's the youngest, who's the mm-hmm. husky, who really doesn't care about sports, doesn't own a husky t-shirt, <laughs> anything. I'm, I'm the only one I own a husky coffee mug, and that's about oh, it. That's okay. So the Cougs, who are <laughs> like, love it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get the glare from time to time. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're diehard fans. They even fly to go <laughs> watch games. <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo. So we don't have a lot of competition in the house, football-wise. And for those of you who don't live in the Seattle area, um, the University of Washington and Washington State University are rivals. Even years after you graduate from college, mm-hmm. I mean, people will make comments, Mariam, you have a cougar license plate. It will be someplace like public and people will make comments about positive yeah. or negative about your license plate. Yeah. <laughs> then you have to repark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they saw me. I got to move. So it's kind of funny. I, I uh, had never experienced this as a young person, so I'm, I'm still shocked. And You're enjoying it. I actually do. It's really fun. It's really fun. So who wants to describe who? For, well, maybe Mina, do you want to start describing uh, your siblings first? Okay. Well, maybe we should just do one person at a time. Oh, that's yeah. a great Might idea. Okay, yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to start with Mariam because I was talking about this in the car. <laughs> um, so I have a good anecdote for you guys. Um, Mariam's like kind of like the quintessential nurturer of the family. Um, and last year I went to El Salvador to do some research and I got lice <laughs> and I was in finals and I was already studying at Mariam's because she's awesome and likes to sleep on the couch when I'm watching TV. So she'll just sleep next to me until like 4 a.m. while I'm writing papers all night. So that was already really sweet of her. And then in the morning I um, discovered I discovered some bugs in my hair <laughs> and called her hysterically crying. And she like quarantined me in her really nice apartment <laughs> and picked lice out of my hair for probably like 48 Aww. hours. I know, yeah. right? Yeah, right. Like monkeys. The little monkey. <laughs> <laughs> exactly with the vision I went with. Yeah. 
And I, I was so happy when they were younger because my whole family, when I was younger, we all had lice. There's five kids. We had lice. And so I was like waiting for the day when the kids would come home. She and just thought we would like be under seven. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. But nobody got it when you were little. So it was really quite shocking. In fact, you're calling me. Is this what it looks like? What are the yeah. eggs like? I mean, we were doing like a little science project over the phone while Mariam was. Um, Except for my parents wouldn't come to my place. Yeah, like, no. Oh, good. Just keep it <laughs> your no, place. Right. And you're fine. Just call us when it's over. We'll do yeah. everything over the phone. You're great. Just tell us yeah. how much the medicine was right, right. exactly <laughs> that that yeah. is true <laughs> yeah so that's that's my contribution that's to good. Mariam that's a good story but that really is how she is yeah so. yeah I guess I will describe you then well, no we're, we're gonna, gonna we're gonna all do one person that was Mina's idea oh, first oh okay yeah, so it's not too confusing because we're like the M&M family it's a little so confusing. I need to describe Mariam yeah more yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> no that's good um well, she's, she is a little bit of a fashionista. <laughs> I will go ahead and put that out there. Both of my sisters are, actually. And they always um, give me grief a little bit about what I'm wearing and what I'm not matching. Um, even in the car this morning, I said, the new jacket I bought that Mina helped me pick out, that doesn't match anything. Like, oh, no, this kind of jacket matches everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm so confused too. because every other outfit I wear, you guys tell me that it doesn't match. So both Mariam and Mina are um, really into fashion, and they dress very well. <laughs> Mariam is very nurturing. She'll probably be the first mother of us three. Yeah, maybe? I think that's true. And Mina, wa- Mina wants a niece or nephew badly, so <laughs> I think we're taking get working bets on that. Now. Yeah, we yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, Mina, you're so cute because you talk about your womb aching for a child, oh and you're only 22. So no, you know, it's, it's just biological. It's wow. not. Like, it's it not. No, it's it's kind of this like. Hopefully, dark no joke. one's boyfriends are listening. <laughs> okay, it's yeah. just this dark joke. It's this dark joke. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's funny. And so Mina is on a mission to pressure Mariam into conceiving and giving birth to the first child, so that your womb doesn't ache too badly. No, correct? I, yeah, I just want to play with some little kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, Benny has some. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll yeah. babysit. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, as as I every single one of you, I adore every single one of you so much. I my kids are my dearest and closest friends and um, great allies. Um Mariam was um really helpful for me even during really dark times in my life. You know, way before I even knew I was gonna get a divorce and have some complications, you were counseling me from the back seat of the car. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Very, very much. So Misha, Misha's turn? Like, we're going to describe Misha now? Oh, okay. Do I go, go again? I'll okay, go you go first. Um, let's see. Misha's our, she's our uh, funny, kind of crazy, but good. Crazy. <laughs> she's <Yeah>. crazy. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. What? Please describe Don't more. hold back. No, that's okay. Going, it's, crazy. it's crazy in a Just good way. Oh, yeah. You're it's funny as a good way. heck. Yeah. Um, She's like very a wild child. Yeah, she's a wild <laughs> child. Yes. I mean, and she is her own person. No no one yeah. can sway that. And a good example would be our stocking stuffers this year. <laughs> um, Mina and I got, you know, underwear and beauty products and jewelry. And Misha's didn't fit in her stocking because they were trekking poles from REI. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, the industrial, the industrial. mountain kind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and know where I'm going to use them because I live in Texas. They're in a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> when you come home. used to come, yeah, where I use them. Yeah. But, I, I always think of Misha as the glue that kind of keeps yeah, the family totally. together. Definitely. Because your humor and your just kind of relaxed character 
you know, it keeps us all together. We certainly appreciate it. We miss you when you're not home. Thanks, yeah. And you keep me in shape. You make sure I work out. You walk with me. <laughs> Apparently you're going to be climbing some mountains. Yeah. She, yeah. We hiked a <laughs> uh, mailbox this past summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a pretty big hike. Yeah. And so you keep all, you run with your dad. So we're going to be looking good and young. Thanks to Mish Mish. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like she keeps the family very grounded. She, she does. does. Yeah. Like yeah. she, she's the best person to be far away because, um, she literally like maintains relationships with all of us. Like my phone will go off and I'll be doing something and I'm like, oh, I can't talk to her right now because I literally talked to her 20 minutes ago. And then Mariam's phone will go off and my dad's phone will go off. Like she calls everyone and, and they hate it. No. She's acting like she likes it. No, I like it. it. I yeah. love it. We like it very so much. Yeah. <laughs> so now I guess it's about the little one. Let yeah. me start. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we're all very ambitious and I know we've discussed that before on the show but I think Mina might be the most ambitious I don't know you're the most educated so far that doesn't mean anything though (laughs) I don't know if that means anything I just happen to really like school and I like to be a student but a professional student a professional yes (laughs) no no yeah um but even in my work what Mina tells me she's doing and her drive for you know just you studying for the LSATs or a course you're in it's exceeded how I pictured myself in school and what I actually did. So I think out of the four of us, you are probably the most ambitious. We mm-hmm. all are, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, your passion for your work and your career, it's really admirable. Oh, thanks. And I'm excited for you. I know. I are. really do think you will be able to handpick any law school that you want to <laughs> And I can't wait to see which one it will be. You're oh, making thanks. her nervous. Yeah, right? I know. Now everyone's I like, have I'm have a good feeling about okay, yeah. <laughs> Those LSAT scores are not quite in the inbox yet. Okay, thanks guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I'm thanks, super glad that I had three kids. You know, because, you know, you have one. I and was you, the mistake. No, yeah. well, you, were, you were the little surprise. You know? Yeah, let's reframe that. <laughs> yeah, the surprise. surprise. Yeah. And, you know, when your dad and I were married and before we had kids, before we had Mariam, we thought, oh, we're going to have six. You know, we wanted a big family. We had Mariam and went, oh, my gosh, we're having two. Yeah. Uh, and then and then we had two and we're like, OK, we're done. And then we had our, our surprise. And I'm just so grateful that I had you because I would be so lonely right now and I wouldn't be having as much fun as I have. You are entertaining. You're you're very insightful. And uh, you you're another reason why everybody keeps coming home because you still live at home. So thank you. I love having you around. Oh, thanks, Mom. <laughs> Am I turn now? Yeah. OK. Um, <laughs> let's see. Mina is. Well, you already used one of the words to describe her, but she's extremely passionate. There's not... Um, her eyes got all big. I know. Yeah. She knows what I'm going to say, talking probably. About? <laughs> They're there, always kind of big. Yeah. <laughs> there, it's not um, unheard of to have guests over at the house and have them engage in a political conversation <laughs> with Nina, oh. where I think she's going to lin- crawl across the table and rip someone's <laughs> hair out but it's good and it's and she teaches a lot and yeah, she does. that's what I love about her and what I love about Misha too is that even though I'm the big sister I feel like I learn a lot from them every day and no matter how old mm. oh, so anyone true. is 
you know, they have a lot of um, knowledge to share. So yeah, we're, we're keeping her out of you. Texas while, while Misha's there. <laughs> Do not come to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There might, there might be some protesting in your backyard. I love Texas. I know you do. And we're but so thrilled that you do. If, you don't, if you're not very open-minded and you grew up in the Kirkland area slash Seattle area, it might be a little rough for you. <laughs> yeah. I think you were the only one who voted Democrat, Mom? you think? No. We're not going to go there. They've already cut you off. Yeah. She always wishes I, you don't really know how I voted, do you? No, that's true, but yeah, I do. I remember I'm intuitive, so I do know Maybe. a lot of things about you guys. <laughs> so, you know, at some point we are going to take calls, but we're going to go ahead and take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. So I think you've got a little intro to the girls, you know, not necessarily a traditional intro, but more of a heartfelt intro into our relationship. And we're very blessed to not only get to be related to each other, but to love each other. And we'll be right back. And before that, let's give out the number, and you're welcome to give us a call. Toll-free, 877-825-8828. That's toll-free for the Marie Manucherry Show, 877-825-8828. We'll be right back. Tickets are now available for the Sun Valley Wellness Festival. May 22nd through the 25th, in the beautiful setting of Sun Valley, Idaho. Over 50 presentations, movement classes, and workshops in the areas of the mind, body, and spiritual wellness. Featuring keynote speaker, Elizabeth Gilbert, best-selling author of Eat, Pray, Love. For a full schedule of events, visit sunvalleywellness.com. Reiki is an easy healing tool to help family members and even pets. Reiki is rapidly becoming a necessary and sought-after technique to help individuals find a deeper place of healing. Throughout this workshop, Marie will assist participants in understanding how to transmute health issues and to use intention to heal all areas of human life. Join Marie September 25th through the 27th, where she will happily share her theories, experiences, and provide readings for weekend participants. For more information, visit energyintuitive.com. Continue the conversation on Saturday, August 21st, from noon to 5 at East West Bookshop, and learn there is always a perfect choice. The power of knowing is within you. Relearning this natural skill set will help you throughout your lifetime. Spend the day with Marie Manucherry and infuse your choices with insight. For more information, visit Marie's event page at energyintuitive.com. I'm a firefighter. A teacher. I'm a farmer. I'm a barber. A waitress. A mom. We're all part of your community. Every day we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when you experience a moment of uncertainty, something or someone's behavior that doesn't seem quite right. These are the moments to take a pause. Because if something doesn't feel right, it's probably not. It's not about paranoia. Or being afraid. It's about standing up and protecting our communities. One detail at a time. Because a lot of little details can become a pattern. We. 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 We trust our instincts. Just like you should. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Outside the box, outside the norm, inside your radio. 
Alternative Talk 1150. Coming up next is an encore presentation of the Marie Manucherry Show. For more information about her show, visit energyintuitive.com. Welcome back to the Green Menu Cherry Show. We're live here in the studio, and I'm blessed and honored to have three of my favorite people in the world in the studio with me, my daughters. And so my, my first question to you before we go to answering the phone lines, because we are going to do that today. Um, every year on the air, the girls actually help answer questions with me, because intuition is a big part of our lives, something we intuitively work on individually and together all the time. Whether people realize it or not, um, we ask each other questions a lot. And um, we trust each other's input. It's really fun, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So how has um, the work that I do influenced you in your everyday lives, especially as it relates to your traditional fields? Because all of you have chosen traditional fields for careers and education. Mm-hmm. So how has that influenced you? Not, not everybody <laughs> jump at once. <laughs> Uh, why is everyone looking at okay. me? I don't know. Because you're the, you're the oldest. <laughs> I know. You I always take have the to lead. go first. You have to take the lead. You don't have to go first. Um, no. Well, so I'm an engineer, and so I don't really use intuition. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. Really? No. You never in a, in a situation at work where you, like, use your gut feeling for something? No. I mean, not talking about, like, designing a plane. Please don't ever use your gut feeling <laughs> for that. That's funny. But I, mean, I, guess, I don't know, like... I don't know, maybe a conflict with someone. I mean, if you don't, that's fine. I just. I mean, maybe during, you know, our meetings our, and stuff. Yeah, maybe yeah. during our performance managements with our manager, I kind of you can get nervous and stuff. But and then you when check actually, in intuitively and go, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be fine," kind of a thing. Yeah, but I mean, when it comes to like what I actually do, it's uh-huh. very, it's just yeah. very analytical. Like mm-hmm. I don't use that side of my brain. I guess, so do you kind of so. think that 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 intuitive part kind of just goes quiet while, yeah. when you walk into the building. Yeah. And then, but unless there's a conflict or a problem, because you talk to me and you love work so much, which mm-hmm. is so cool that you get to, you work mostly with men. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. you're the only woman in a boardroom. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and you, you know, have meetings with all kinds of interesting people at work who have, you know, uh, big careers at Boeing. And, and so do you use your intuition like that as you're getting ready to walk into a big boardroom and, and share something? Um, no. No. I just kind of wing it. <laughs> I think also that we just normalize it. So yeah, I think so, you know? too. It's just so, a part of you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What about you, Mish? I also am in a very science-based field, but I also am a researcher. So I feel like when I'm coming up with new designs for experiments and that kind of thing, I definitely tune into more of my creative side, Um and I use my intuition in that sense. And for me, I think it's really beneficial because I didn't grow up. I work in agriculture. I didn't grow up on a farm. And so I can come up with these really crazy ideas where someone who might have, you know, has more black and white perspective on farming might not come up with. Mm. So, yeah, I guess I have a little more freedom with my work maybe than you do. Um, so I feel like I use it 
almost daily. Mm -hmm. And especially since I'm working with individuals that um, are very different than me, I kind of use it to keep myself grounded and remind myself that, um, okay, I need to work with these people, but we might not see eye to eye on several issues. Wow. Yeah. So it helps you to maintain, this is what my favorite part of intuition is, is it helps you to maintain reverence, you know, for yourself and for others, you know, that Mm -hmm. really sacred space inside of you where you have great respect for everyone around you and for your own being. I mean, that's one of the things I love about intuition. Yeah. What about you, Mina? Um, Well, I do research too, but human rights research um, and, uh, I read a lot of documents and it can be like incredibly draining. So sometimes, I mean, I don't know if I should say this, (laughs) but I mean, sometimes I get like intuitive hunches about things and then that like directs me towards certain, I think sometimes that that's what makes me successful researching because I don't know, I have a feeling about like where I should look for something, which honestly 50% of the time I'm totally, it's totally fruitless. But but I think like other tools too that you've taught me, like um, I'm really empathetic and I like research really kind of depressing like terrible things and so I have to like learn to detach so at the beginning it used to be really draining and I'd like think about it constantly and so I think that those are like the tools that I use Mm. I think I normalize intuition a lot um but yeah like the tools for like shutting shutting off like there's nothing I can do in Kirkland in Central America at eight o'clock on a Tuesday you know what I mean like I just need to like have dinner and go to bed so it sounds like you're pretty real sensitive to those uh, things that you read and it's hard for you to pull away because you get so engrossed with them yes and so right for your for your uh, profession then you really have to do separate yourself so for me it's another example too for all the shows that I run you know I've got to stay linear with a lot of the shows but I also dip in every once in a while emotionally but I've got to then pull myself back exactly. out, you know, yeah. and, I, and I also have to leave my stuff at the door before I come in too. Right. Exactly. Because yeah. people right. can hear that. Sure. And they the can feel it. Right. So mm-hmm. when I lost my dad and my grandma all in the same couple months, mm-hmm. very emotionally draining mm-hmm. for me. And I had to come in here and be like, hey, it's, you know, sunny out again. Yeah. yeah. And they can hear it yeah. if I don't sound the way I normally would. They're like, oh, something's up with Benny. Why did he say his weather that way? Or his <laughs> news update or, you know, he was on this right. show. He sounds really like detached a little mm-hmm. right so in yeah. similar situation, yeah, situation totally. to you totally and it can be like a waste of your energy mm-hmm. too you right. know so yeah. being present is huge yes yeah you know, it's exactly. an important part of life because mm-hmm. life continually changes constantly right it's never always going to be what it was five minutes ago right. even if it was mm-hmm. amazing right. right like i'm so happy i'm actually proud that we all got here you know <laughs> dressed <laughs> mascara lipstick on tea coffee peanut butter bar half of mine in my body um in a timely manner. And we actually had a lot of fun in the car getting here. Yeah. And and that comes from being present, yeah. you know, doing yeah. our best to be present. It's like one of those old family trips. We're off to the radio station, you know. <laughs> you know. How many slug bugs? You know, that type of thing. Yeah. Stop punching me. Are we there yet? <laughs> I can feel it. So why don't we go ahead and go to a caller and answer their question? Sure. Let's take a Creed from Muckleteal. Hello, Creed. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Great. How are you? Um. Very well, very well. I want to say thank you for having your girls on. I've, I've absolutely loved listening this morning. It's been Aww, great. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> they, you know, they actually like coming on the show, or, but somehow I failed to let Misha know um, that she w- that we were going live today. Uh, and she Failed to let me know about a lot of things. Yeah, I actually did. <laughs> I haven't been keeping her updated. And it was, was it two days ago that I go, oh, I'm, then we're going to the radio show on Thursday. I go, what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> Uh, so what can we do for you? 
I actually um, am just calling today to see if you have any insights um, as to any type of relationship coming into my life. I um, ended a 10-year relationship with my ex-partner, and it's coming up on four years. Hmm. And I kind of feel like I'm moving in a, in a new direction. I kind of feel some stirrings of something new coming along, but I'm not sure yet if that's just this crazy I want it, or am I ready for it? <laughs> so I just wanted to kind of get your insight on that. Yeah, and, and maybe three other people's insight, too. Sure. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I actually do feel it. I, I do feel it um, coming around the corner. I think four years is a, a, a nice amount of time. You feel calm to me and relaxed and at peace in your life, and that's a really important component to <clears throat> attracting healthy partnership. Uh, so I, I actually do think it's very close. Uh, anybody else want to give their input? Well, the... There's a, you can actually see your question on the screen. So it was in front of us before we heard you. Unless you don't have your glasses on and oh. then you can't. Well, I was looking at it because it's right in front of me. And at first I was thinking that I was maybe going to ask you if you wanted one. But just to comment on what you said, mom, how calm yeah. that she sounds. Yeah. I think that's a really good way to welcome a relationship in. I agree. Um, that you're not, uh, what's the word? You're not desperate, desperate for one, yeah. <laughs> for sure, because right. that's never a good start. Yeah, right. I think I was there a, long, a while ago, and I think I've I've really moved beyond that and am ready and, and open to mm-hmm. something new. Um, just I just kind of wanted to, I guess, get your but yeah, input no, as to, just, am I ready? <laughs> oh, yeah, I think you're ready. And, and there's a new tool that I think, um, well, it's probably not new, to everyone, maybe just to um, some people like myself, but I would really work on your self-worth, you know, just really valuing yourself because when you're attracting a partner, if you're, if you're valuing you, you have this great reverence for other people. It's easy for you to value others. I think it's sometimes more challenging to value ourselves. Um, One of the things that Mina and I were talking about recently is we are all very driven and sometimes that can make us critical to ourselves, self-critical, which is not really healthy. So if you can spend some time, like, you know, maybe a mantra, I have an abundance of self-worth, you know, just repeating it silently throughout the day. I think it'll uh, allow you to attract an even more loving and compatible partner. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Great. Could I ask one more question about my spirit guides? Sure, it's the holidays. Go for it. Okay. Sure. And what, do you have a direct question or? Um, I spoke with you back in April and I was going through a transition at that time. And the spirit guides at that time were making a transition in mm. themselves. So mm. just wanted to see if there was any update with that. Okay. All right. Is, I was, do you girls think about your spirit guides at all? No. Sometimes. Misha does. Okay. So sometimes, yeah. And then, but no, not the other two. Yeah. Um, mm. and, and so in terms of numbers, like, is that what you're thinking of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think you have eight. Okay. Yeah. And that's a very great number. It's an affinity sign. So it's a lot of movement, positive energy, a great time to be thinking of your self-worth. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Marie. And I bless you and your girls. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. Thanks, Creed, for calling in. Leaves another line open here at the Marie Manucherry mm-hmm. Show. We are live today. It's after Christmas and uh, the holidays are still upon us. New Year's is right around the corner. So if you want to give us a call, 877-825-8828. Again, it's 877-825-8828. Let's take now Suzanne calling from Ellensburg. Hi, Suzanne. Good morning. Good morning. Really nice to hear your voice and to uh, see you all this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so what can we do for you? Um, I have been really aware of, uh, painfully aware of, 
my tendency to be critical of people mm. and myself, and I feel like uh, I, I need some help moving past that, uh, learning what I can learn from it and, and how to transform it. I think it's a fabulous question. Anybody want to comment on that? <laughs> You're all looking at me. Yeah, we're all looking at me. Just a little. <laughs> You're up. I think I'm the worst person to comment on it. That's my issue, too. <laughs> well, what do you do Yeah, about what do you do it? about right. it? Because you also have enormous compassion, and I know, Suzanne, she does, too. So, well, so what yeah, do you do? Well, yeah, so I'm, like, I'm critical of, like, yeah, I just, I'm so, I'm, <laughs> I'm so divided. I'm so compassionate and right. so critical at the same time. I don't know. It's so, it's so confusing. Um, I don't know. I just kind of think of it as like a waste of energy that like it darkens me. That's mm. what I, that's how I think of it. So mm. um, it, I feel a huge separation right. between myself and others when I'm, when I'm really engaging in criticism. Yeah. It hurts me. Yeah, and you just never really know anyone's situation. So I just feel like, like I, I feel like it's a contradiction to like what I do in life. Like I research things really thoroughly. I like come up with holistic answers for things, and then there I am, like just prematurely passing judgment on someone. So I don't really think that it's fair. And I, I don't know. I just think it creates like negative energy and karma for you and stuff. So that's how I, I think agree. of it. But so how do you like? What's the quickest way to get out of it? Or like, what do you do? mentally to shift your energy somewhere else sometimes I think about like what if I actually said that out loud <laughs> like how I mean I know that that's no, bad, but great. like how just absolutely inappropriate that would be or something I mean I'm gonna have a terrible reputation very <laughs> honest but yeah, you know like great. how or you know if I were judging myself how would I think because I don't know so I tend to think that when we're uh, critical in our minds or thoughts about others, it's a reflection of what we feel about ourselves in some regard. And and so that's how I think about it. When I notice that I'm being critical in my mind or judgmental, I'm like, wow, what am I feeling about me today? You know, in, in, my, in my heart of myself, am I disappointed in me again? And then I spend some time appreciating me. And that generally allows me to be more um, uh, compassionate towards others or respectful. Yeah, although I must say, Mina, you did a great job. Um, we do do a holiday dinner of some sort, either Thanksgiving or Christmas, with um, the girls and their father and I. And um, after a few glasses of wine, I, I, I kind of let a few things slip out, you know, from the past. Uh, and, and I even gave myself a talk, like, I'm not going to say anything mean this year. You excuse yourself from the table? You only had one comment. It was yeah. the best I've ever seen you. Yeah. yeah. I, you actually I improved. did really well. Thank you. Year. Thank you. I'm really impressed. As opposed to previous years? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. out of control again. Yeah. <laughs> no. But, but no, I, I, must, I must admit that Mina gave me a glare oh. <laughs> as I said it. She just, she locked her Ooh. eyes on me. And that was my last negative comment for the for the evening. <laughs> and I'm really grateful that you did that because So yeah. there's perks to being critical. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I you know, uh yeah, I, I appreciate that. And I'm really happy that I only got one out. And it was actually kind of funny. So um at least I think it was. <laughs> I hope that it was anyway. I hope that's helpful, Suzanne. It is. It's very helpful. Okay. We're all human. We're all doing the best we can. So we just need to remind ourselves of that. And so is everyone else. Right, right. Thank you so much. You're happy welcome. New Year to you all. Happy New Year. Happy Thank New Year. you. Happy yeah. New Year. So, Thanks very much. Yes. Thank you. And speaking of the New Year, before we go to our next break, um, <laughs> what are your plans for 
2013. Do you guys have any goals? Be less critical. <laughs> <laughs> Be less critical. No, but but really, do you have, I mean, since we're talking about ambitious people, um, what plans do you have? Or what's the term that we use for the new year? Res- res- oh, resolution. Uh, resolution, yeah. yeah. We, mm-hmm. we couldn't remember that word. Yeah, we don't like that word, I don't think. Yeah, we're not fans we of that. we kept going back to it. Yeah. Um, when we were just the four of us discussing today, and I, I don't think we that word sits well with us. Yeah. Resolutions. Yeah, so plans, Mari, do you have plans for the new year? Um, get my dog under control. That would probably be one. <laughs> Luckily, my boyfriend's been helping a lot, so that's been... You can always ship her to me. I know. She's a little... She's too cute. That's the problem. She's so cute. And so yeah. she gets away with a lot, and I'm slowly becoming... Aware of that? Aware the fact that I'm a pushover, and this is only going to translate into my kids. Is the dog's probably. wardrobe just battling yours? No, she doesn't have <laughs> clothes. Oh, she's, she's got tons she of fur. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah she's really cute. Can't, you can't even she's see a her harness. Or oh, she's, okay. she's, a, she's an awesome accessory, though. Yeah, she really <laughs> is. Yeah, she's adorable. But she's a brat, and uh-huh. so that's that's a goal of mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's to a good goal. The, to control the brattiness? To control the brattiness, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. I, and you're thinking that, this, that if you don't get this under control, it may flow into parenthood kind in of. the future. It's kind of scaring me. <laughs> like if I have three of those running around, I'm gonna that are, lose my mind. Yeah, so. <laughs> and they're so cute. Yeah. I know. Oh no, so that's probably a goal and then, you know, the usual saving money, you know, that kind of thing, which I think we inherited from from family. <laughs> we I'm actually like much better at that. But uh, yeah, we, we we are good shoppers. Yes, I must admit. Great shoppers. Mm-hmm. Yes. What about you, Mish? I don't know. I hate to bring it back to work, but that's <laughs> kind of what my life is about. Um, I'm just excited for my research project to take off because it's going to this summer, and I get to work in a whole new crop. Cotton. So I'm excited to learn everything there is to know about cotton. <laughs> I actually I'm being reminded of you emailed me the picture of the cotton machine, you know, oh, a stripper. She, is that what it's called mm-hmm. a stripper? Yeah, cuz she was like super excited. She was sick, actually had a horrible flu, but food some, poisoning. Food poisoning. Yeah. Okay. And she was in Texas. We're not there helping her and one of the guys on your team or whatever you want to call him, he texted her and said, "We're going to be Harvesting cotton, and you're like, oh my god, the machine's there. So she get I'd drives in there. like 25 hours. <laughs> I went out and like you have to wear a mask, goggles, stomp on cotton for like hours in the back of this just this metal cage is essentially what it is, and it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and the boys were like, we're so surprised that Simple you were pleasure, enjoying this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Because you did it for like 10 hours. I don't know. It was a little, yeah. <laughs> It was a long day. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, we, we know what you're going to be doing next year. And what about you, Mina? Um, well, I, be, be less critical, actually, <laughs> is one of them. <laughs> um, and uh, I think I need to find, like, a creative outlet. I've been realizing that. I'm just, I'm really, like, always in my head. Um, so, which Mariam and I talk about all the time. Uh, so, yeah, just, like, I don't even know in what like medium it's going to be, but I just need to like kind Mariam of can actually, explore my creative side. Yeah, you guys could buddy up help. on that. Yeah. yeah I'd like to also be included. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you all love each other. That That is probably... Um, it's the, unconditional. It really is. It's just the greatest gift a mother could have is, you know, to have kids and then to have them love each other. Like, wow, I'm, I know your dad, your dad feels exactly the same way. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so should we take a break here? And we'll be right back. 
Please join Marie Manucheri on June 19th in New York at the Omega Institute and discover how your energy system directly affects your organs and learn how to effectively communicate with those organs to self-heal. Through guided meditation, intuitive readings, and hands-on exercises, you come to understand the relationship between energy and health. For more information, visit Marie's event page at energyintuitive.com. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed Garnet Schulhauser, who talks about his astonishing spiritual insights gained with the help of his guide. On Saturday, Karen Dahlman returns with wisdom from the mystery schools about the hidden teachings of the alchemists. Then stay tuned for DJs for a Day, bringing you musical selections perfect for the Memorial Day weekend. Bringing you fascinating talk since 2007, we are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Visit the beautiful island of Cortez in British Columbia and attend Perception is Everything, a weekend workshop beginning June 29th, and discover a field knowing that everything in the universe is made up of subatomic particles. All particles respond to our perception, and each of us has the power to change our perception, hence moving particles and literally changing personal outcomes. For more information about this weekend workshop, visit Marie's event page at energyintuitive.com. We live in a world that's become predictable. Our realities are filled with distractions, hopelessness, and confusion. We've begun to lose touch of what we're truly capable of. It's time for us to regain our true potential. Join psychic medium and crystal child, Lindsay Paul, as she connects to the other side and brings back messages from beyond, along with her psychic and skeptic, Abraham DeWeese and indigo child, Sarah Ellis. They'll help you soar to new heights by answering your questions. Don't miss Wisdom Within Radio, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Honey, where are you? I'm by the furnace, reading. Oh, I thought you'd be on the sill of one of our low U-factor windows. Oh, those are cozy, but this super efficient furnace and these mastic sealed ducts are so comfortable. Perfect for reading. I'm going to curl up by the water heater and watch a movie. Want to join me? I was going to take a nap in the crawl space next to our high R-value insulation. Well, uh, how about if I make popcorn and let you sit by the heat recovery ventilator? Aw, really? Mm-hmm. In a Northwest Energy Star home, it's the furnace and ducts, well-insulated walls, and hundreds of other details that create real comfort. They keep energy bills low, indoor air clean, and make the whole house a lot more comfortable. Find out more at bemoreathome.com. After the movie, let's share a pint of ice cream by the dishwasher. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Coming up next is an encore presentation of the Marie Manucherry Show. For more information about her show, visit energyintuitive.com. And welcome back to the Marie Manucherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. I'm having the pleasure and the fun of interviewing three of the most loveliest people in my life, my daughters, Mariam, 
Misha and Mina. And yes, people really do call us the M&M family. Um, so it gets a little confusing, actually. We're taking your calls. So what number can people use? Sure. They can give us a call. Uh, let's see. Locals, 425-373-5527. But we also have a toll-free number, and I'd like to give that out. It's 877-825-8828. So we'll go with that one. And lines are open. And this is after Christmas. This is a live show today. So I know a lot of people right. are kind of out in holiday spirit and returns are galore or they're <laughs> taking gift cards back and they want to get what they really, really want. Um, <laughs> yeah. So when you're out cruising around, give us a call for the Marie Manutory Show. Again, it's 877-825-8828. Lovely, lovely. So one of the things we have talked about a lot in our family, because we've had experiences of death um, since all of you were quite young. Um, we've had relatives pass away and friends and um you know, it's it's been a little challenging, but it's something that we talk about a lot in our household because, of course, I don't believe that anybody dies. And you've all actually had even experiences, I think, even mystical experiences with um, loved ones or people that you've known. So uh, what are your feelings about the other side? You know, wh- what do you think about it? How does it relate to you in your life while you're in a body? How does it connect with you? They're all looking at each other. I know, other. right? Who's um, going to go first? I'll go first. Great. Okay. Uh, so I'm not going to have a very good answer. Um, That's not I true. Just, Don't be so I, critical. I, <laughs> See, we need to work on this. All right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, my mom just has like a really great theory and everything. Yeah. I just, I really kind of feel indifferent about it. Right. Um, but I haven't had anyone like incredibly close to me die. I mean, I guess grandpa dying like was maybe the closest with him. Mm-hmm. Um but I just, I feel like a total peace with it. Like, I don't feel like I um, need to force a theory or, like, right. follow a certain sort of religion or anything. But, um, and I feel very spiritual about it. Like, I, I feel like something definitely happens. I, I feel okay with wherever they went. But I just, I don't know for sure. Maybe I need, like, hard evidence. I don't <laughs> know. But um, I think maybe if someone, like, a little bit more close to me passes, then... It'll make more sense to me. But just for right now, I, you know, I, I just kind of listen to like and validate like anyone's um, beliefs. And I think that like it's just a really personal thing. It is a personal so, thing. Yeah. And, but, and I think it's all really similar, but people have like different terms for it. And sure. You know, even like spirit guides, I think like maybe you could call you could use other terms. And so um, I don't know. That's just how I feel. But you've all even had experiences where you've seen people who aren't in a body anymore. I mean, every single one of you. And so do you think because of the way that we talk about it, that you, you've been comfortable with that? You didn't go screaming from a room or, you know, like you allowed yourself to have the experience. And maybe that's why it just seems really kind of natural and normal for you. It's not unusual for you to have kind of a multisensory experience. Yeah, I think that we're just open to like all possibilities, you mm-hmm. know, like nothing really surprises us. Mm-hmm. At least for me, I just am like, like, okay. I agree. I think. I mean, for some reason, we always went to funerals and not weddings when we were little. I mean, it was kind of embarrassing. We would ask, hey, can we bring so-and-so to, you know, uncle, whoever's I did have funeral. play dates. At- <laughs> yeah. I mean, That's it awesome. was just, that was just kind of what happened when well, we were little. And I think and even like the Muslim burials are so yeah. intimate. So that even got us acquainted yeah. with death. And they're early. very dramatic. So I think we've seen the worst that it could ever be really I don't know I mean they're just very involved they're very I don't know they're just very passionate about really close to their families yeah sure and it's really sad but I think when you see that when you're little it's kind of you just accept it more and um I don't know just with mom with what she does obviously and 
just the conversations we've had. And I've had a lot of people in my life pass away, yeah. a lot of friends. And you've and, actually seen them after they've passed. Well, when that was when I was really, really young. But um, Well, maybe not so young. I'm yeah. even thinking like maybe like five or six years ago, you saw someone who passed away no. or felt their presence maybe. I don't know. You don't think no. so? Oh, it okay. was when I was really young. <laughs> okay. But, um, but it was, I don't know, for me, I just, I'm kind of like Mina. I I feel like I'll just find out when I get there or um, everyone kind of has their own perspective. I think there is a place where everyone goes and it's beautiful and it's maybe Mina's heaven is different than mine or so on sure. and so forth. But um, I don't know. I don't really waste time or thinking about it. It's just mm-hmm. I'm at peace with it and... Um, I just, I don't think it's a bad thing because everyone passes away. So um, I don't know. I don't really focus too much energy on it, I guess. Lovely. M- Misha, do you have any thoughts about it? Um, I agree with some of the comments Mina made. I'm also pretty open. I really like to hear um, other people's beliefs, and I don't think that mine are necessarily right. Um, but I will say that I've probably adopted a lot of your beliefs, Mom, um, just certain things that people say to you make sense or they don't. And maybe it's maybe because I'm biased and you're my mom that some of the <laughs> things you say make a lot of sense to me. But um, when I hear you talk about the other side, it clicks for me. And so I would say a lot of your beliefs I probably share. Hmm. And if someone told us tomorrow that they for sure know this is how it is and we are wrong, that's fine too. Right. I'm right. I would. I'm open to that, and I right. would accept that. But being here, present on Earth, there's no way you could really know. And so I think you somehow have some kind of answer that makes sense for you right now. And that could change, too. Absolutely. And that could change in 20 years for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. I love that. It's great. Why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Sure. We'll take uh, Sammy, who is waiting, and she's calling in from Seattle. Hi, Sammy. Good morning. Good morning. I'm really enjoying the show today. It's fun to um, listen to. Um, all of you. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, So I guess my question is just um, any insights um, any of you would have on finding my passion and sort of direction for life again? I feel like I've just been treading water for about the last year or so. I think that's a really great question for these three people who do live their passion. So you guys, any suggestions? (laughs) They're looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. Uh, I don't know. For me, I always kind of look at like what's like been like that common thread through all those years. It's like, it's not always the most obvious thing or it hasn't always played like a leading role in your life, but it's always been there. So, um, like I started UW, um, a biochemistry major and I wanted to go to medical school and I was really good at science. So it wasn't like I stopped, you know, like pre-med track because I wasn't good at science or something, but I just always took like political human rights classes as my electives. Um, And they just brought me a lot of joy, but I just never thought for a second that I would actually pursue that until I dropped my biochem major major during my final. Yeah, I remember that phone call. Um, (laughs) And call my mom crying. (laughs) Is that okay? I go, of course. I, I literally walked into the dean's office and was like, I'm dropping my major right now. <laughs> so um, so I don't know, just whatever those common, whatever that, like, just it's always been there. Like, it's always consistent. It's not forced. I kind of think of that as your passion because 
you're I mean, even if you're pursuing your passion, there's going to be moments when you don't like it, you know, where it's just and so you just always it's just like consistent. It's not forced. I don't know if that makes any sense. It does. It yeah. Does. Is there anything that you could see yourself doing that you're scared to do for some reason? Um, that's a really good question. Um, yeah, I, I I think so. I think it's, um, you know, leaving sort of my very safe corporate job and stepping out into more in a um, intuitive metaphysical side. Um, that is where my joy is. Um, and that was the word that stuck out before um, in finding the common thread. But the word that, that really I heard was joy because you, you followed that which was giving you joy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, Misha has a plaque, although it's at the house right now because we can't mail it to Texas. And it says, um, pay attention to what you love, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and, usually, and usually fear is about go in that direction, mm-hmm. you know? What do you think, Maryam? Um, gosh, I don't know. That's kind of hard. Um, I'm the kind of person where I kind of, I'll try just a lot of things and then kind of just see what makes you happy. And it doesn't have to be, you know, changing your job or, you know, changing a class or whatever. It could be, you know, just surrounding yourself with maybe different friends or activities or, I don't know, getting a pet or, I don't know, it could be a lot of things. Like you don't have to, you don't have to, um, I don't know, do something extreme, I guess, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, I guess is what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say. But or if, if it is career related yeah. to, like you said, you're scared about leaving corporate America. And I think that there's like, you have to be realistic. Like every, I mean, having job security, like creates yeah, exactly. a lot of peace in your right. life too. So maybe like easing into something like yeah. instead of spending like two hours watching TV at night, like maybe spend those two hours mm-hmm. like pursuing a hobby that, so it would like make the transition smoother so that right. you don't have that panic. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Because right. so, I think that we have a lot more time in our days than... Then we, we realize, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. And so, um, right. What did we watch the other night? No, <laughs> like we've watched like all of season two Homeland. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I could have yeah. done that. So is how much, much time you have a whole season of Homeland. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. No, so, yeah, you true. know, you could, I could have spent that time doing other things. Right. But. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. Like if you want to do something metaphysical or holistic, maybe, you know, read, read books on it or take classes or, do something on your own time because you're right. It is scary, especially during this time. You yeah, can't and you just don't want to quit. Yeah, you have to. Like, you still have like your basic necessities. Exactly. Like, you have to pay your rent or your yeah. mortgage or you know. So I don't think that you should be ashamed of like being scared of leaving your job yeah. because I think that that's that's normal. Yeah, that's know? totally normal. Because I mean, you even eased into your practice. I did. I eased into it. I did. And and then I was just lucky when I had to go because at one point I was actually court ordered to go back to the hospital full time. Um. Yeah, my kids are looking at me kind of surprised, but yeah. Um, because yeah, I was, um, I had a small practice at home and I was working on call at the hospital and I was getting a divorce and I had asked for full custody. And so the judge said that I could, I couldn't afford to take care of my kids. And so he court ordered me to go back to the hospital full time. And I just happened to be very, very blessed. I was telling my clients, um, that I wasn't going to, um, uh, be able to see them often. And one of them was an osteopath. And she said, well, why don't you come work in my clinic full time? And, um, and that should, you know, encourage the the judge. And so sure enough, that's what I did. I left the hospital, I took a leave of absence. And within a week, I was seeing 25 people 
a week um, as a practitioner, and I made more money than I did as a nurse, and so I was able to um, convince the judge to sign off in my career choice. But yeah, that was a big deal for me. But it was still like really scary at the beginning. Like totally, I remember yeah, we yeah. would like count her clients and be like, <laughs> yeah. "Okay, mom, like we have seven this week." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I, what happened is after a while, I left the osteopath's office and I brought my my um, work back home because I wanted to spend more time with my children as a single parent. Um, so yeah, so that's what happened Thank to you. me. So do you think this will be helpful? It is very helpful. Okay. Good. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And we wish yeah. you the greatest. Um, the greatest beautiful blessings in your new career. We truly do because we know what it feels like to do something that you love. It's all about baby steps, I think. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a, comp- a combination of all your guys' answers as far as what she needs yeah. to be doing. You know, Just totally. start small and work your way up. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. And then take that leap. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. All right. I think we have time for maybe Linda just before we run Great. off. And Linda from Portland's calling in. Great. Hi, Linda. Hi, Marie. Um, I'm enjoying so much listening to you and your daughters. It's so heartwarming. Cause, Aww. You know, I saw them so many years ago when they were little girls. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. What can we do for you? Well, I have been trying, as you know, many years trying to change things in my life and to be braver and uh, listen to what you just said about stepping into a place where you felt insecure, trying to make the security that you were needing to keep your, have the full custody of your daughters really kind of hit home and one day I was meditating, and finally, just in the meditation, an affirmation came to me. It was, um, I release and allow my adult children to take care of themselves. I know they're safe. I know they're capable, and I now take care of me. Wow, that's a great well, one. I know, but it's been like the hardest thing in the world for me to do because <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to do everything I can to make their life better, which I think in the long run has made it worse. And now um, that they're in their 30s and things are really getting harder for them because they're learning to finally take care of themselves and that I'm not doing that anymore. I know. I know that's a hard one. Uh, it certainly was every time a kid went to college as I disengaged more. You know, it was it was the hard on me. Emptiness. Yeah, it was hard, somewhere. you know, because I wasn't there all yeah. the time. Yeah, it is hard, but it's, I think, the best thing you could ever do for anyone. You know? I know. Yeah. I know. And for yourself, too. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Yeah, they're all nodding their heads. Yes, they all are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sure Thank are. you so much for calling in and keep up that affirmation. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. So, can you believe it that our our hour is up? Yeah, you guys. Yeah, it is. It's totally up. Okay, they were looking at each other. Well, I just want to thank everyone who's listening to the show for opening up your hearts and your homes to me and my daughters today. It has been our pleasure and honor to bring, we hope, some happiness and insight into your lives. And thank you, girls, again for coming onto the show. Um, I feel blessed to have you in my lives. I love you so much, every single one of you. Love you too. Love you too. Bye bye.
You've just heard an encore presentation of the Marie Manucherry Show. For more information about her show, visit energyintuitive.com.